Welcome to Lessons for Leaders. This week I'm talking to you about stress and how do we handle the stress during during this current situation. You know, the irony is not lost on me that um, April is Stress Awareness Month and so there'll be a few episodes that are covering stress and in particular providing you with some helpful information. So I'm going to talk to you about what your stress response looks like, whether that's feelings in your body or whether you are just binging on chocolate and junk food right now. I'll dig into that a bit more. We're going to talk to you about what you can do to ease some of these stress responses and calm your internal system and also what you can do in the adjustment period too. Join me in this episode. So welcome back to the podcast listeners. This week, episode 13, lucky or unlucky, as we go into week three of the lockdown in the UK. You know, each week I bring you lessons and learnings and tips and advice to enable you to lead with ease in business without the stressed out and overwhelm so that it increases your performance to help you be resilient and to thrive in life. And how ironic is that, really? And talking of irony... You know that April is Stress Awareness Month too and the irony of that is not lost on me. Is it lost on you? But I want to welcome you to the show today. I know that you're probably sick of hearing me ask this, that please, please, please do leave a review. It helps enormously with the podcast being able to be seen and found by other people so that it can be really helpful for them too. So if you haven't left a review, go and find the little button that enables you to do that. Because today I want really to be able to get this episode out to as many people as possible. Um, It is Stress Awareness Month. I am talking this month about how the stress of the current situation is affecting us, just so that it can raise your awareness of it, (laughs) Stress Awareness Month, Um, also what you can do about it and how you can begin to recognise and put things in place for the adjustment, because I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but this is not going to be over soon, is it? You know, I want to just share that... um, The reason that uh, Stress Awareness Month was started was that the Mental Health Foundation wanted to raise awareness about what stress looks like and the things that can help us to be able to cope with it. But even just last year, the Mental Health Foundation found that 74% of adults felt so stressed that they were overwhelmed and unable to cope. And when we think about that being last year, that was before the current challenges that we're facing. Now, normally April is a busy month for me delivering stress awareness workshops and organisations and sessions and lunch and learn things to organisations who want to support their employers and give them the coping strategies for the year ahead. I am still doing that online through webinars and other 
online facilities but this year with it looking so different I'm also running an online managing stress training session for individuals who want to be able to get that help and support it's happening on Tuesday the 14th of April at 2 till 3 o'clock UK time I'll put the link in the show notes but if you want to grab it easily you can go to bit b-i-t dot l-y so bit dot forward slash stress l-i and that will take you to a short link so bit.ly forward slash stress l-i that takes you to the link to my webpage where you can find much more details about it and sign up it's just 50 pound per person to enable people to have it be affordable for you to join and I am keeping the number of attendees small so that the session can include personalised aspects and make it really specific for you but it will cover simple tools to manage stress so that you can think more clearly, strategies to help you stay calm so that you can function more effectively and easy things to help you adjust that will increase your resilience so that you're able to cope with the coronavirus and its impact that it's having on you and maybe even your workforce and even your family. So I don't deliberately mean to stress you even more but I wanted to use this episode to share some facts and my thoughts on this because sometimes getting information and changing the way that we think about things is a key part to being able to cope with stressful situations. I want to just cover some answers to some questions. I've been hearing people say a lot about when will this be over and apart from, well, God knows, but really, the answer is going to be the same for you as I used to give to adoptive parents when they were dealing with stressed and traumatised children. And the answer is, um, it might never completely be over. So I'm really sorry to burst that bubble, but bear with me. And the other question that I'm hearing is, when can we get back to normal? And what I'm saying to people is, what does normal usually look like? We need to consider what normal is going to look like in the future. I really don't think it's going to be the same. This this virus, this situation is going to bring about change. It's inevitable. It's going to change how we work. Maybe more companies, having been forced to accept this working from home when they were reluctant about it beforehand, will see that it is possible that people, staff and workforce do actually get stuff done so that the companies can stop worrying about presenteeism. There's going to be a bigger need to look after mental health. There's going to be changes about how we connect and how we keep in touch. There's going to be changes of all sorts of other things that we've not even thought about yet. NHS changes, health, shopping, schooling. Surely there's going to need to be changes with these too. So what does normal look like? Will it really be over or will it evolve into something else? Because in my view, we can't possibly go back to how it was. You know, people have died. People have lost jobs. My company's down to part-time. And I've picked up a job at Morrison's a couple of days a week as well. People have changed. People have adapted. 
This is how it is. We can change and adapt, but we rarely go back to how things were. This is all evident in when we think about our stress response. What do common stress responses look like? Well, you know, usually when I talk to people, I say back in caveman times, and again, we've changed, evolved and adapted from caveman times. But we get a tight feeling in our chest. Our breathing becomes shallower so it can pump more oxygen to our muscles so that when we were cavemen, we could fight off that threat or run from it or even stay in that freeze response until it was safe to move again. It switches off the thinking part of our brain so that we kind of go into this automatic pilot. So if you're struggling with like poor memory and struggling to remember basic everyday things, that's why. If you've got difficulty sleeping or you're waking through the night or in early mornings, then the reason is, again, that your brain is switching off or your brain is going, oh, remember to keep safe, remember to do this, remember to do that. Or your brain's on overdrive thinking about ways to keep you safe. If you've got aches and pains for seemingly no particular reason, like tight shoulders, a clenched jaw, a stiff back, these are all the stress responses from the cortisol and adrenaline coursing through your body, trying to encourage you to run from that bear or that tiger and that threat. But the thing is, what we're doing is we're sitting on surfers. And we are, as some people have said, it feels a bit like that period between Christmas and New Year where people have no sense of what day it is, no usual routine, no sense of, of reason. And the other thing that people do is they eat ridiculously. Somebody said, are we eating so much chocolate? If you follow my social media posts, you'll see that that's going to go out on one of them this week as well, because it's Easter. There's Easter eggs all in the shops. There's chocolate in abundance, all on special offers. So people are saying to me, is, is this why I'm eating so much chocolate? And I'm like, uh, yeah, actually, uh, you know, so you will see that some of my communication and social media stuff is talking about eating chocolate crisps, carbs and rubbish. It is part of the survival mechanism. It is part of your stress response. You know, as in your inner caveman, if you like, or from olden times, would have had that survival aspect of the stress response so that our bodies release cortisol, the stress chemical. It makes us, when we don't release and use the cortisol, it makes us crave what I call crap, so C stands for carbs, refined foods, additives and processed foods. It spells crap. This is what I talk about in some of my training and lunch and learns and webinars. Those foods are supposed to keep us going while we run from that tiger, so to speak. But the thing is, as I've said, we are sat on our sofas, in our cars, at our desks, so we don't burn it off. But we still have our bodies, our brains are still telling us that we need it. So we need to calm down that internal system first before your brain and your caveman can be switched on enough to be able to listen to the kind of rhyme and reason. So what we need to do is recognise that whilst all this response is totally normal, 
we need to remember that we need to allow ourselves to work through the anxiety to respond to this stress response. And it's there as a build-up of pressure, change and emotions. So where we might have been sort of okay in week one of lockdown and maybe day 10 and week two, we might recognise that actually, no, we're not okay. How come we're not okay? And then this is very puzzling. And then, oh, why am I feeling like this? And then we get more stressed and not more um, respond differently. It's okay to admit that we've got difficulties. I want to remind you again that it's okay not to be okay. Just as long as you don't stay in that place for very long. Allowing yourself a time for a good lo- a good moan or an offload or even a cry is really helpful. Because it creates space in you to smile and laugh and do the positive uplifting things that we're seeing all over social media. I want you to know that if you feel like this, it is not a failing. Let go of the daft ideas that you have about what you should be doing right now and instead focus on the physical and psychological things that you need. Some people are outwardly active when they're feeling stressed and anxious. You know, they like to keep busy. Some people stop, freeze and don't do anything and it's all normal. I'm definitely a hide under the duvet person and I read a book but any response is fine. Just know what yours is and don't try to keep up with everybody else who has a different response. Long, deep breathing is the most important thing that calms down some of that stress response and gets your brain to switch back on again. In a lot of my webinars now, I'm usually just telling people about this, but in my webinars and my online training sessions and all of my online work now, I am actually guiding people through just a minute or two of a deep breathing technique. As a trained hypnotherapist, I can settle into that so easily. And all of this is coming to the fore again now. So if you want to know about that, you want to talk to me about that, drop me a message, emma at emmalankton.com or go on my website, have a look at the details and contact me. But do the deep breathing. There are lots of places that can guide you through it. All these... um, you know, Fitbit and um, watches and on YouTube and social media places. Just grab one of those. There's some on my Facebook page. Um, uh, just a picture that does the, you know, breathe in and breathe out. But that's, you know, that's the first one. But recognise the other responses that you have. Because doing that will then enable you, like I say, to create the space so that you can move into that period of adjustment. No person feels okay during a global disaster. So, you know, focus on what you need to help you to feel more comfortable right now. Find ways to stay connected. Pick up the phone. Don't just text or email or message. Use voice calls, use video calling. Eye contact 
is incredibly connecting and calming, much more than we realise. So that when you've calmed your internal system with deep breathing, with rest or some way of working off that stress chemical, then you can look at your adjustment in a much better way. In time, your brain can reset. It will look for opportunities and things to do and different ways to respond, which might be about, you know, tidying some area of the house or doing some gardening or sorting through something in your office or you know, even just feeling like you can do some of the things that you've wanting to do. Switch off some of those messages in the meantime that are telling you to keep smiling and power through on all the social media if this is not the right time for you to do this. Ignore the neighbour who's telling you about the redecorated their whole house already because they are going to be one of the people that's on the keep going, keep busy aspect. Your mental shift and adjustment will happen when it's right for you. The more pressure that you put on yourself, the more stressed you'll make yourself. You know, you're not going to improve your yoga and, you know, get straight up to your 5k or your uh, marathon running unless you were already doing this in the first place. Because if you put more pressure on yourself and get more stressed, then you need to go right back to part one of this podcast. There will be a range of emotions that you go through. I spent a day crying last week. No particular reason. Just the whole sadness, I think, of how it's changing people, places and, and our lives. How, how my life has changed. My business, like I said, it's down to a couple of days a week and I'm working at a couple of days at Morrison's to keep some money coming in. And personal stuff will change too. It's okay to cry, to get upset, to be fed up pissed off allow the emotions to be there it's part of the process we don't need to do the stiff stiff upper lip anymore the adjustment the healing acceptance it's all part of a process we might be in lock in week three of lockdown but this is still the beginning i'm sorry to say as the queen said we will meet again and we will but give it time We must give ourselves the time to accept, to react, to adjust. Remember you're not on your own like this, even though it might feel like it. But create a new normal for a while. Hopefully, not for too long. And then as I've said, I'm providing an online managing stress training session on the 14th of April it's from 2 till 3 o'clock find the details I'll put the link in the comments if you want to see the details and come along and join me on that where I'll go into things in more detail and because I'm keeping the numbers small I'll be be able to make it really personalized for you otherwise connect with me on LinkedIn on Facebook where I'm putting out information to help and support or join my newsletter. I'll put the link in the show notes in that too. Stay safe. Most importantly, stay connected, please. And stay sane. Look after yourself and your mental health. And then I'll see you again in the next episode. Bye for now. (laughs) 